The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. of God in Christ, a brand new creation in Him. I can now approach the presence of God with no condemnation of sin. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I am now complete in Him. I'm a partaker of His divine nature. On me He will not impute sin. I have been crucified with Christ, crucified and buried with Him. We are one with Him in righteousness after we became one in sin. He became as we were, that we might be as He is now. He became one with us in death, we became one in life with Him. I'm confessing, I am the righteousness of God in Christ, a brand new creation in Him. I can now approach the presence of God with no condemnation of sin. I am the righteousness of God in Christ, I am now complete in Him. I'm a partaker of His divine nature. On me He will not impute sin. He died to make us live, to make us righteous. He was made sin. He became weak to make us strong, suffered shame to give us glory. He went to hell to take us to heaven, was condemned to justify us. He was made sick to make us well, was cast out from the presence of God to make us welcome there. I am the righteousness of God in Christ, a brand new creation in Him. I can now approach the presence of God with no condemnation of sin. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I am now complete in Him. I'm a partaker of His divine nature. On me He will not impute sin. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. A brand new creation in Him. I can now approach the presence of God with no condemnation of sin. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I am now complete in Him. I'm a partaker of His divine nature. On me He will not impute sin. On me He will not impute sin. I am the righteousness of God in Christ. A 
The Bible tells us that if we believe with our heart that he's the Christ, the Son of God, and that we believe the accounting of the Bible that God raised Jesus from the dead to justify us, then we are saved. This makes us the righteousness of God in Christ. This gives us an inheritance. What does it mean to obtain an inheritance? Acts 20 and verse 32 says, And now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified. The word is what will build you up and give you your inheritance. I'm talking about the revelation of God's word, the Bible. Ephesians 1.11 says, In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. Now this doesn't say you're going to obtain your inheritance. It says you have already obtained it. This verse of scripture is past tense. You have obtained an inheritance. You have been accepted in the beloved. That means you are accepted with Christ Jesus. You are one with him. And part of your inheritance includes your family position with God in heaven after you lay down your body. But you have entered into your inheritance in him right now here on this earth. You have the right to operate in that inheritance. Let's look at Colossians 1 and verse 12. Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. The word meet, that's M-E-E-T. It's an old English word that means able. God has made you able to be a partaker of the inheritance of the saints in light. Verses 13 and 14 say, Who hath, which is past tense, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness, and hath, past tense, translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood. You are the redeemed. Jesus has made you able to be a partaker of that inheritance. It's yours right now. You are able to receive it, to walk in it, because God has said that you are able. A literal translation of the 12th verse is, who has made us able to enjoy our share of the inheritance. Isn't that neat? You're to give thanks unto the Father, who has made you able to enjoy your share of the inheritance. So thank God for it. Praise and give him thanks. And just thank him for your inheritance, that you have received your inheritance. Thank him for it. What did you do to inherit in him? Did you just inherit heaven as your home? No. Hebrews 1 and verse 4 says, Being made so much better than the angels, as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. You have inherited Jesus' authority as well as Jesus' name. You have inherited the kingdom of God. Colossians 2, 9 and 10 says, For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality, and power. There is embodied in you all that is in the Godhead. Jesus, the Spirit of God, the Heavenly Father, the mind of Christ, the faith of God, the love of God. You have in you 
the very life of God because you are in Christ Jesus. You are one with him. You're totally identified in and with Christ. Everything Jesus received when he was raised from the dead, everything that has happened to Jesus since he was raised from the dead is yours. Not just a part of it, all of it. When Jesus was raised from the dead, he received a glorified body. And you will get one too. Where did Jesus go when he was raised? To the right hand of the Father. And that's where you are now. Ephesians 2 and 6 says, And hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Jesus was raised from the dead by the mighty power of God, and was seated at the Father's own right hand in the heavenly places. That same mighty power in God worked in you when you made Jesus the Lord of your life. That power of God raised you up and set you in heavenly places in Jesus Christ. Now we are the righteousness of God in Christ. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. And hath, past tense, given to us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit, or to know, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. You know, being in Christ makes you a new creature or a new creation. The literal Greek text says, a new species of being which never existed before. When you become a new creature, your spirit is completely recreated. The old things passed away. All things, they've become new. All things are of God. And you need to realize that you are not a spiritual schizophrenic, half God, half Satan. You are all God. The problem area is not in your spirit. It lies in your mind and body. It's every believer's responsibility, though, to take God's word to renew his mind. Then he can use the word to control his body. We're going to look at Ephesians 4 right now, verses 20 through 24. But ye have not so learned Christ, if so be that ye have heard him, and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus. That ye put off concerning the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that ye put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Paul, in writing this letter to the Ephesian church, was explaining to them that they had been delivered from their sinful flesh, had been recreated in righteousness. It was their responsibility now to act on this, and as an act of their will, put down the flesh. The same principle applies to you and me as believers today. We have been recreated by God in the Spirit, but we must take the Word of God and use it to renew our minds and control our flesh. You know, we need to have a full understanding of what righteousness is and what it means to us as an individual believer. Many sincere Christians are living far below their privileges in Christ simply because they do not understand their place as a child of God. Righteousness is one of the most vital areas in the Christian walk. Without a knowledge of your righteousness in Christ or of God through Christ, you will never obtain all that is yours in God. The word translated righteousness literally means to be in right standing. When a person receives Jesus as Lord of his life, he is made righteous 
by being brought into right standing with God, every believer is given certain privileges as God's child. And we are the righteousness of God in him. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new, and we have a great inheritance, a glorious inheritance. I'm David Ingalls, and you've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. If you enjoyed today's program, please take a moment and let me know. One way is through a quick email. Click on Contact Us when you visit our website, diministries.org. While there, you can check out the various ministry products that I talk about each day. Here's my announcer to tell you more. To order David Ingalls' products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for radio time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Jesus.